Welcome to the Simplified Marketing Podcast. Straight talking ideas to grow your business. Hello and welcome to the Simplified Marketing Podcast. Grow your trade, the show that aims to help you grow your business. Now, my name's John Lawley and I'm your web wizard. And as always, I'm joined by the wonderful... I'm Georgia and I'm your brand guardian. And I'm Andrew Black and I help trades get off the tools. Now, you may have, over the last few days or weeks, received a certain text message inviting you to a certain new service called Clubhouse. Of course, it is a very, uh, as we're seeing, a very exclusive invitation because only one person can invite one other person. So what is this mysterious thing called Clubhouse and um, how do you use it? Our two resident experts here, Georgia and Andrew, have been trying it out. I have not because I'm asking the questions. So yeah, go on, Georgia. What do you think about Clubhouse? So I dabbled slightly in it last week. Um, I listened to a lot of online coaches in uh, my industry and in sort of marketing and everyone's been saying, you know, if you get an invitation to Clubhouse, jump on it now and have a little look. Um, Even though as as the three of us, we call it shiny ball syndrome, don't we? Where we get uh, sidetracked by by something shiny and and not focused on what we should be doing. But I thought, you know what, I've got an hour or two this evening. Let me see what this is all about. So I jumped on um, and I am hearing a lot of the experts saying that if you want to be on Clubhouse and you want to um, solidify your position as the expert, you need to be doing that now while it's new and there's less people on there. Um, I quite enjoyed some of the conversations. For me personally, my ideal clients aren't on there. So would I be spending time necessarily starting a conversation? Um, I don't know if I'm completely honest, but there were certain conversations going on um, about marketing in general and um, other things about ideal clients. It was really interesting to hear other experts talking about that. So as a way of um, maybe a little bit of an exchange in listening to some podcasts, I can see the benefit of Clubhouse just if you have a question and you actually would really like to ask someone then and there. Oh, could you just like elaborate on this or my thoughts on this might be. Um, So, yeah, more for something I'd use sidelining than putting all my focus and detracting from my current plans and targets for the year. That's my thoughts. I don't know about you, Andrew. What what do you feel? I know you jumped in uh, Clubhouse pretty early on as well, didn't you? Yeah, kind of similar in the sense that from the the coaching side of my business, my my ideal clients um, or my target market isn't isn't on there as it stands, so it wouldn't be a marketing tool, but kind of as a resource um, and as a way of networking, kind of a bit more actively perhaps, and sort of you know liking and commenting on posts on LinkedIn from a working perspective rather than a more of a social friend perspective on Facebook. It's quite good. I mean, what what I do like about it is, you know, everyone's a guru these days. And if you look at the way some of the profiles are written up, I mean, it can make you feel like there is a coach for absolutely every single niche in the world times 10. So it's it's good to see all these guys. I think what I do like is you've got people that are kind of the big headliners like Grant Cardone and Gary V, who you could quite happily be in a virtual chat room having a conversation with. You know, you're sort of one step away from them, whereas that would be quite an expensive event you'd normally go to. So having that as a resource is 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 excellent, but everyone's is also another platform for everyone to compete. 
and for everyone to to you know share their wisdom share their knowledge but also if you are somebody that gets distracted or aren't able to prioritize your time or your to-do list then having that you know all these experts just literally a click of the way about to involve you potentially in a conversation can really get away from your top three things to do that day um, but I like it and I like the the way kind of different things come along and innovation comes along all the time, almost in some ways to challenge, I don't know, radio or even what we're doing, podcasting. I mean, I think with podcasts, you've always got that. You're in control of it. I'll listen when I want and we can kind of do say what we want to a point. Um, it is a different format to that, but I do like the evolution and I do like the innovation behind it. Um, but what I would just say for people that get invited, you know, take your time. Um, and you don't have to join every single conversation and just in, hopefully in the way you're disciplined with your own social media, be disciplined with that app as well. Otherwise, three hours go by and actually you, you're just <laughs> one of maybe 300 people in a conversation, but you want to be in the room because Grant Cardone's in the room for argument's sake. Okay, so um, for people less educated then, because I've not had a look at this yet, I would have been sent links by about 10 people. What is it? How does it work? I mean, I, I guess that you talked about it maybe taking the place of radio, whereas, you know, everything is on demand these days. This is something that's live. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, so um, if you imagine, uh, if you're, if you're going to go onto Clubhouse right now and you're going to make yourself an account, just like you would on any other platforms, you'd set yourself up a profile. Um, so you have a, have a page and an account with Clubhouse. Now, there's no video here. Everything is just voice. So what happens is you need to be able to follow other people to be able to see what conversations they're having. So if I set up my Clubhouse account, I have to follow you, John. I have to follow you, Andrew. And then if you guys decide this evening, you're going to set up a room and you're going to talk about football. You're going to talk, just pick a, pick a random subject. You're going to talk about football and maybe um, do football players get paid too much. Um, I'm only going to be notified that you guys are having that conversation because I follow you. And then I, I, my phone will, will tend to ping up if I'm not following 100 million people just yet. Oh, John and Andrew are having a discussion about our football is being paid too much. So I can decide, oh, actually, I'd quite like to listen to that. So I'll press the button and I enter this room. Now, you guys are chatting and because it's your conversation, you have control and you can invite listeners up to the stage. So I could press a button. It's literally, when you enter this room, there's only a few things you can do. I can press a button that says, uh, raise my hand, and you might invite me to the stage to ask you guys a question or to give um, some feedback on what you guys have, have been saying. Um, I've not held um, a conversation myself yet. I'm presuming you can boot someone off the stage if they start going off on one. So hopefully they do have that control. You don't like them, get rid of them. Yeah, yeah but all, all the rooms I've been in and listened to so far have been uh, very kind of academic discussions about different forms of marketing, all this kind of stuff. So everyone's all very lovely and um, it's all it's all very British, shall I say. Everyone's very polite. Um, so I'd be interested to see how, I don't know, us Greek folk, uh, if we had a room, <laughs> it might be slightly, slightly louder. Too many people on stage. <laughs> Too many people talking. OK, so, so I mean, it, it's similar, I suppose, in a way to, um, say, Facebook, when some, oh, someone such and such has just gone live. Go and watch their video. Exactly that. Yeah, it is, except you, you, you've got, I think it's a bit more interactive with the audience and there's a bit more control for the hosts. And I think although we've just sort of mentioned it from a from a marketing perspective, because it seems like I suppose our the natural algorithms and follows and likes are all going to be people that are in similar industries or uh, or looking for similar clients to us. But 
as George just mentioned, there are people on there like, say, Eric Weinstein, for example, who's like a physician and mathematician. And so if you're into those sort of conversations about whatever, science, time travel, splitting the atom, biology, the future of the planet, global warming, there's that side of it as well, where now instead of going maybe to like a live lecture or seminar, you could be involved in you know a conversation that covers a, a multitude of subjects that are a lot more educational than just here's you know my top five marketing tips for for trades today or something like that there's space for all of it obviously but it just depends on on what you're looking for that's quite a nice side of it as well which in all honesty i've kind of only maybe been to two conversations because it's just timing in because you've got guys in america popping up you know sort of either very early in the morning or very late at night it, it doesn't always work with the schedule here because it's live um but it's you can obviously as, as george mentioned follow those conversations and get those notifications and it's it's good to jump in and be involved in that if you're looking for a purely education point of view not just a marketing perspective but do you guys remember you i was gonna say do you guys remember years ago when twitter first came out it was like oh this is our first like, bit of access to celebrities or people that are kind of out of our remit that, that we really want to start tweeting and then they'll they retweet what we say and they respond to us like could be celebrity, could be, um, uh, you know, uh, coaches that are really high up, getting on people's radar that you never normally would do. I kind of, I'm seeing that Clubhouse could be, it's the new version of that, obviously many, many steps forward, but it's a great way to try and get on the radar of people that you might want to collaborate with, um, you might want to learn from, um, because if you um, constantly are popping into their rooms and maybe some of their rooms sometimes don't have, hundreds and hundreds of people in and you get invited to the stage and you're a regular in in supporting them and commenting on what they're doing and asking them questions you start to get known by that person so then when you're then maybe messaging them via other platforms um, or other forms of marketing and they recognize the name they recognize the company that oh there's those guys again like and you never know what's going to happen thereafter so that's kind of how I'm seeing the clubhouse at the moment that's interesting that's that's really interesting. Yeah, because I remember that if you if you're pursuing a, a career in the media, for example, and starting out young, the only way really to get into the media industry is to go out and actually meet people, chance meetings in a pub or something like that. I mean, you know, there's a string of of radio and TV presenters who only got picked like that because they randomly had a drink at the right place with the right person. And so I, I kind of get that that's kind of the online or could be an online version of that. Um, and a host might be able to bring in ringers, I suppose, um, who they know and trust and are going to be able to uh, talk on the right line and bring them in. Does it, does it cloud too much? I mean, because on Instagram, you can have Instagram Lives. You can, you can do Instagram TV. On Facebook, you've got Watch. On Twitter, you can post videos and different things. Um, is it too much, or is it because it's quite specific and quite niche about experts, or am I getting that wrong? I think it's... Um it is niche and i think some of the things that we've referred to in other episodes is you don't have to be on everything like so if you're marketing your business on on instagram but you connect with your family on facebook and you use clubhouse for education you know there, there's no problem with that i think as, as we've said before if you're trying to do everything on all formats then it's not always going to work but i think an interactive sort of conversation with people and it does need to be interactive, I think, to hold everyone's attention versus putting a video up. It is different. 
it, it, it is different. People take more ownership in it. And as you've just mentioned, if you can get to the host or get to that important person or that guru or that person that, that owns that niche and you can um, get your question across and feel part of it, there's a lot of power in that. It's worth pointing out as well with Clubhouse um, and apparently it has to be the individual that has the account. So at the moment where you can have um, agencies running your, your different social media platforms, apparently as it stands, Clubhouse has to be the individual. So it is that person, it isn't an agency. And I think that's that, that's interesting. That's a big attraction. So as you've just said, for your for your media guys, your journalists trying to kind of get across or get a point across or make connections or network, but it is that person. You're not going to get fobbed off by any gatekeepers. So do you think then there's there's kind of a need with social media? Because I suppose there's so much automation software as well out there that sometimes something like Twitter or Facebook and sometimes to even a certain degree, Instagram doesn't become a conversation. It's, and LinkedIn as well, to a certain degree. It's just more people pumping out information at each other. So actually being able to have a conversation is where this where Clubhouse might have more of a niche. I was really sceptical a couple of weeks ago when I was hearing this Clubhouse thing, this Clubhouse thing, which excellent marketing, by the way, where you can only invite one person and everyone suddenly online, who has a Clubhouse invitation? Fantastic marketing, as far as I'm concerned. But I was really sceptical when I, before I'd set up my account and I'd just been hearing what this thing was, I was like, this is bloody ridiculous. How is this going to compare to a Facebook Live, for example, where you're seeing the person, you're hearing a voice um, for my trades boys where I'm saying, you know, you need to be shown before an artist, you need to show your site, all this kind of thing. How is this going to help them? Yes, it's not necessarily for my ideal clients, but now I've set up the account and I was cracking on with my, uh, my cleaning, my ironing, my, everything I was doing at home um, last week. And I had uh, the cl- a clubhouse room on and I was just listening to it. And I was hearing um, the voice of some of the coaches, that the marketing coaches that I follow. I was hearing some of the voices of other experts that I know on stage talking. And I was cracking on with everything I had to do, but I was just listening to this debate and more and more people were coming onto the stage. I actually really enjoyed it. I was learning something like in my own time. Um, and, and it did make me think you're absolutely right. Social media platforms that we're all, or you and I, John, are, are agencies anyway, and, and we help our clients manage um, their content across social because they don't know how to do it and they do it wrong. They position themselves incorrectly. That's part of what we're there to help them with. But sometimes, yes, we, we do lose that personal sense. And I know as a branding company, I'm always pushing my clients, whether they're paying me or not, to generate them beautiful content that shows them off in the best way possible for them to get on camera and be raw and themselves and show the stuff behind the scenes that's not all polished and we get to know the person and that no like trust factor and I think with Clubhouse it does that um, hugely because we're hearing people speak live just like we kind of are the podcast you can't edit it which you know, we, we love a bit of editing uh, over at Simplified Marketing occasionally when we screw up. But you, you're seeing real people and it's bringing it back round. So I can see how that is quite standout to then uh, some of the other platforms if it's got a place in your business and not getting shiny object syndrome and thinking, let me spend all my life on here. But actually, if your return on investment, whether that's financial or through an education perspective, is not going to be great then you shouldn't be spending time and energy on there. So. Yes, that's that's a really good point, isn't it? Because it's going to be a real niche. It's, it kind of appeals to, from, from what from what I've heard from both of you there, you've both got quite a similar set of people that you've subscribed to and are listening 
to and finding out because you're interested in that, obviously, because that's that's what you do. Um, are there any? I mean, is there going to be something else that's going to be a standout niche for that? And how do you necessarily put that into your own um, business strategy? Because I suppose if you are a really big, well-known coach, that's fine. You know, people are going to migrate to where you are. Always, they're going to follow you across there. But how do you make you? How are you going to make your name on something like Clubhouse? I think if you're a complete unknown, then it's about not being afraid to start a conversation in terms of your own room effectively and getting a little bit of support from your friends to start. And as you mentioned, John, maybe having a couple of leading questions just to get the conversation flowing if it's a struggle. But normally if you're at home and you're talking about your own subject matter, whether there's one person in the conversation or 25 people, the focus should be the content of the conversation. Um, so I think starting your own conversations is, is the way to do it. And the other thing is to be a part and not just a kind of passenger in the the other conversations that are happening and taking place ask questions be interactive you can see the people everyone's listed that are in there like a delegate list almost you can then go and follow their profile on clubhouse normally their twitter and instagram links are there you can follow them on on instagram etc or wherever the appropriate channel is and reach out and actually use it as a networking tool rather than just you know something to distract distract yourself for two hours which some people probably will you know that kind of creative type personality as we said you know it will become a distraction if you're, if you're not disciplined but if you're using it and you're using it correctly and you're using it as, as part of your education or part of your networking strategy you can reach people quite happily and quite easily and i've had new connections and that may or may not lead to opportunities that's part of you know our face-to-face -face networking that we do you know you, you kind of you have your cup of coffee you speak to them you see where their business life is how things are going in the world and you may or may not get a vibe with that person you may or may not follow up with that person it's kind of like taking online networking to a much more new friendly modern level if you like that's interesting because I, I i know that everyone has probably used zoom quite a lot but there are alternatives to zoom where you can actually set up as if it was a real life meeting so there was one particular and i'll find out the name of this and post it in the comments but um there's one particular piece of of kind of video conferencing software where you're actually allocated tables so you have one main speaker and then everyone else is allocated in tables of six. So you can have a conversation with those other five people on your table and you can even get up and leave one table and go to the next one. So it's kind of, a, you know, like a click, 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 I'm off. You guys are boring. I'm on to the next table. You're kind of having an intimate conversation as well as listening to the main program of what's going on, which I actually find is a bit more interactive, could be a bit more fun. So maybe is there something within Clubhouse which you can do that, have that conversation one-on-one -on -one as well as listening to someone you know, it's almost like that you're in the auditorium or somewhere, you kind of like elbow nudge the person next to you saying, he's a bit of a nitwit, isn't he? Um, you know, what he's, what he's talking about is absolute rubbish. And the other person, you have a bit of a slagging off match while you're there, we're listening. I noticed we're saying nitwit, so we're still not going for the expletive um, sign on our podcast. I'm not clicking the explicit link, no. <laughs> <laughs> keeping it clean. <laughs> but no, it's interesting, a couple of the rooms I've been in, and I'm guessing as the weeks and months go on and people start settling into what Clubhouse is, the way the hosts uh, host a room is going to evolve and there's going to be lots of tips and tricks that happen. But I was in a room um, last week and uh, the host said, okay, I want you to, because uh, just touching on then what Andrew said about net, new part of networking, I said that the host said, I want you to have a look at um, the room. I want to, I want you to see who is either side of you um, the profiles and I want you to to go and follow them and then I want you to try and uh, interact with them in in one of their rooms over the coming weeks or whenever they um 
they decide to, to host a, a talk. Um, and I found that really interesting. I was like, oh, that's, would never have thought of that. Um, that's interesting. And I wonder how many other little uh, tips and tricks are going to come out of the woodworks over the coming weeks and months from these people that are on there every day holding um, holding rooms and talks, like as a way of building your networking. Because yeah, some of us, we are a little bit sick of being glued to Zoom and being glued to our chair. But I guess the beauty of Clubhouse, like my cleaning and ironing, is that I could be out and about, I could be cracking on with my day and not have to worry about people thinking, oh, she's not suited and booted at her desk as she should be as the brand guardian, but she's still interacting. And and I don't know, it's a time efficient way of, uh, of learning and doing as well, I see it. Thank you very much, guys. Um, so there you have it. That's our thoughts on Clubhouse. If you want to find out more, then you can visit the website at marketingsimplified.co.uk. And of course, remember to subscribe on the multitude of different channels that we are currently on. You can go to iTunes, Google Podcasts, and YouTube even, as well as Spotify and TuneIn Radio. We'll see you next time. Take care. That's all for this time. But don't worry, we'll be back with more soon. Stay tuned for new episodes at marketingsimplified.co.uk.